The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Where we have a dream to create a community full of happy, healthy, and knowledgeable people who create global positive change through sharing their journey. Tune in, saddle up, and listen in. Be inspired. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to JMT TV and the pure Jamie Milford. Get a load of this guy. Well, I was thinking about it like the pure Jamie oh. Milne. And when we think of the word pure, we often think of purity, you know, like let's sort that yeah. halo out. Yeah. Um, but with you, I think authenticity. Oh, God, I thought Just you were going to say like impure. You. I thought we were going the, the polar opposite. It was there, but. <laughs> I edited myself. Oh, yes. Well played. Well played. Ladies, I have been really excited. And I honestly have. I've been very excited to chat with Sharon. And if you've been living under a rock, which some of us do every now and then... Sheridan is the writer, the author of this remarkable book here. I have enough. I do enough. I am enough. And not only a writer, but a a speaker, a broadcaster. I had the privilege of meeting Sheridan a number of years ago through the ABC. Yeah, we broke all the rules in for a 10-minute interview, and I don't think you got out with under 45 or something like that. That's right. That's took right. off. That's right. Uh, and I've, I've read the book. I found it to be super insightful and probably the, the greatest takeaway I had amongst many, because there was many, which we'll talk about soon, was just your level of courage, your level of, I, I thought it was a blend of transparency, vulnerability. Um, Sheridan, from my point of view, you opened your life and... You reflected so forensically sometimes, which I just thought was so good. Um, Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I've been rehearsing this all day. I've been waiting, like, tra-la-la-la-la. But just an overarching narrative of slowing down, caring for ourselves a little bit more or a lot more and really zeroing in on, you know, what's really important and not working so much and getting some more sleep and all these like really interesting don't spend so much money on all the things and more things I'm gonna go out there and buy myself some more things more stuff more stuff you know and and I, I just thought that was just an incredible read I enjoyed it I loved it I read a lot you're welcome I've got more I've got more no but it was really good and through your own journey of reflection and correct me if I'm wrong, that seemed like that was the catalyst for your 90-day challenge. Absolutely. Of which you then shared yeah. with us all. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Sheridan Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for making the time for little old and me. And if occasionally we look down, my dog is um, just seeking a little bit of attention at the moment. Ziggy. Ziggy with the, with the magnificent perm. Hello, handsome boy. Hello, handsome boy. We're just getting a few licks. You can't see these licks. I'll tell you what. I don't know whether I'm aroused or... <laughs> Is that too much? Oh, edit, edit, edit. Yeah. Uh, Sharon, a little... Would you mind sharing a little bit about yourself? Yeah, just sure. Just give us a little overview. <sighs> so, should we just dive into the book? Because, you, to, you know... Absolutely. Um, well, let's go. What's, what was the purpose? I mean, I gave my my thoughts on yeah. it. What was the, the intention or the purpose for writing the book for it, you? It actually came through a single-page journal entry where 
I had been, I guess after a period of being very focused, very, very career driven, mm -hmm. and that sort of going into hyperdrive. So uh, when I came to the ABC, I had great respect for that organisation. I still work for them. They, you know, they have an incredible history and it was very different to being, you know, rock chick on a commercial radio station. And so I took it very seriously and I put my hand up for everything. It was like this sort of second wave of my career and it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it mm. for a long, long time and, and I still do. But I found that during, you know, during things like Black Summer, mm. where we were just seeing such ca catastrophic fires and devastation and people losing their lives and wildlife. And for us in the broadcasting industry, um, you know, someone like me who's moved around a lot, it, mm. it started here on the Sunshine Coast at Parisian Beach was sort mm. of the official beginning of Black Summer in winter. It got yeah, labelled Black Summer. And so from that moment on, it just didn't stop. So it was relentless. And that feeling of wanting to hold space for people as we do, mm. having to be incredibly accurate and having, I felt like it was very hard to switch off. Like yeah. even when I went home after, you know, doing these shifts that would go for hours and we'd be going from one area to the next and one fire to the next and, you know, having to, to be really, really switched on, it was really, really hard to switch mm. off. So that, that very thing that uh, probably makes me good at what I do, that high care, I have a very, you know, high yeah, level of right. care, um, probably m mixed with, um, the length and the duration. Like normally, if we have a uh, a natural disaster, it has a natural flow. It's here, it comes, and it happens, and we help everyone. And then afterwards, there's the everyone comes together, and mm. you know, people haven't talked to each other for years. Neighbors mm. are like, yeah, mate, yeah. <laughs> we're all helping yeah. each other out. And there's the feel good, and then we go into the community as broadcasters and do the aftermath, and mm. you know, and keep in touch with everybody. This just didn't end, mm. and mm. then sort of, as it was declared officially over, within weeks. I, d I don't think we barely got through a week before the pandemic was declared. That's right, because it was all around. The, that's mm. what I was about to say. It was all around the same time, yeah. and then you guys switch into hyperdrive to, to that, deal with, with yeah, the, with because the, it's with COVID. breaking news and nobody understood it, and even the you know specialists were learning about this mm. new and scary thing, and you're doing the best you can. Um, with the information that's at hand, but it's changing constantly. So mm. then you've got lots of criticism mm. of, you know, whether it's government bodies or health um, or world health, etc., etc. So it was a really interesting time, and that, of course, went on. And we're working in isolation. I stopped coming to the gym. <gasps> Call off the search. Never came back. We know, we know. Um, <laughs> Disclaimer, <laughs> disclaimer. Well, it took, in your, in your defence, it took a pandemic to, to break the <laughs> momentum. It just took a pandemic and a series of catastrophes with fires to... But, but what it led to in my personal life is this over-focus on what I felt was important. And it was. It was important. It was urgent. It was relentless. And it went on for a long time. Mm. And I missed out on the ability to switch off. So what it actually triggered, at the end of all of that, there were some changes in the workplace that I wasn't particularly happy about. Mm -hmm. no, no one doing anything wrong, just, you know, we want yeah. you to do something else. I'm like, <laughs> um, I took it very personally. I, um, 
I guess, return to some of the addictive behaviours of my past. So yeah. I had maintained, at the time, close on four years alcohol-free. Yeah. I got my weight down to, you know, where it, around about where it should be, give or take a bit. Never felt like enough, like anyone who's yeah. ever dealt with weight loss or bodybuilding. <laughs> and where it's never so say enough. all of us. So, like, I've got these clothes. I was buying these smaller and smaller clothes. <laughs> got these things. They look like doll clothes now. I pick them up and go, what, was I even thinking that I would ever get into that? Yeah. I was just always aiming at more. So that, mm. you know, that's something I think a lot of people sort of understand. Mm. And what surprised me was that, you know, I know the statistics around weight loss and how easy it is to put it on, and I've done mm. that before, but I really thought, you know, four years, I've got this now. I've got, I've got this. this. Yeah. But I just didn't expect this kind of big emotional reaction that saw me, you know, dive into things I hadn't touched for years that I don't even like anymore. They're mm. not good. Yeah. They're not good for you, and they don't even, like, the first one tastes great, and then you kind of get over it, but keep eating it, mm. all that kind of weird addictive stuff. So. I'm overeating, I'm overworking, I'm overthinking, and I still didn't feel like anything was enough. And I was also complaining. <laughs> so, uh, one of my quotes is, the key is in your complaints. <laughs> I, um, I had come into a, a, I guess, a modest inheritance, but it was enough that I knew that it's something that my mum would want me to use to make a difference to my life. Mm -hmm. And instead, you know, here we are in the lockdown, what's the first thing that happens? Cafes open. That's the only place you can go. You can sit down with your friends, take your mask off, eat, treat yourself after cooking for ages. And, you know, now that's my excuse. The reality is I am of the cafe generation. I've always done that anyway. Um, but I was overdoing it. Mm. And my beloved said to me, at great personal risk to himself, how about you have a look at your bank statements because I think you might find you're oh. eating your inheritance. Oh. He didn't word it quite like that, but, he, you know, and I was like, and being a bit of a self-help junkie, I know that when your hackles go up, it's because it's, you know, there's a truth in yeah, there. Yeah, there's something there. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah. meaning to be nasty. So I actually did a forensic look. He said, well, you know, look back this last three months and see where your money's been going. So, Jamie, what I discovered was, you know, predictably, I was eating a fair bit of it. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the big surprise. But there was these other random spendings on things that had Who nothing to do there? with anything. Who put that there? Well, and it was, I guess, coming from a background of... Poverty would be an exaggeration, but mm. tight, yeah. you know, um, yeah. predominantly, you know, raised by a single mother and, and all that sort of thing. Times were pretty lean. So I felt wealthy for the first time in my life. I actually had money in the bank that was not just going from pay to pay. And uh, I'm sending flowers to, you know, anyone I for read, anything. I read that yeah. in the book. And it sounds like a nice thing to do, and it is. Mm but it was a bit out of proportion. Yeah. It was a little bit overt. And there I'm on the radio talking to everybody, oh, you're home alone, look, this is a great time. There's all these online training things you can do and you know, you can learn about this stuff. So I go by myself a podcasting workshop for $999. Ooh. Now it was an evergreen. And by that, I mean, this is all pre-recorded. There was no mm. live stuff and it expired. So word to the wise, if you're going to buy something that doesn't have a live element and it's going to be there forever and it costs that person nothing once they've made it, 
you should own it forever. Mm. Like I'm a bit passionate about that because yeah. this is another former radio person. So I lovingly wrote saying, hey, you know, I've been doing all this very important work with the ABC, but it was a black summer and the pandemic and can I have an extension? And one of their minions wrote back saying, um, no, but for just $89.99 a month, you oh. can. And I'm like, oh my God. So I was just looking at where I was leaking money. Yeah. And I thought, since I've looked back three months, why don't I look forward three months? I love a challenge, so you know that about me. Like, I'm somebody, I'm either on the couch or I'm going hard out. Like, we're here in August and I'm doing the Fred Hollows thing, so, you know, walking and running and upping the kilometres and all that sort of thing. Um, because sometimes I need a motivation that's a little bit outside myself, so that helps. Um, so I thought, well, if I look forward, what's going to make the big difference in the next three months? So I thought, no cafes and restaurants, mm. no non-essential spending. Mm -hmm. Probably should have included new underwear in that. But <laughs> and I read that as well. The bad undies chapter. I've still got them. I'm thinking of doing a little video where I like have oh. a bonfire. I think get involved. I think <laughs> take it off. Take it off. Oh, no. No, no, oh, no, not there. On oh, no, oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. No, no, I'm hanging one on the line today and it's like, I can put my finger right through that, and I can see through. And it's not meant to be see through. Yeah. Um, so no non-essential. Forgive me, got my tongue. Rewind. No non-essential spending. No cafes and restaurants. And the last one was to go home from work on time. Time. Yeah. No unpaid overtime. Okay. So I only succeeded in two out of three, and you could probably guess where I failed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 But you know, looking back. And I've only really recently contemplated this book, number two. Mm. You know, why did I fail? And it's because that's where I had the most to learn. Yeah, right. Um, that's very insightful. So, yeah, that's, you know, if, if, if anyone is listening, hello, um, and you want to take something away, if there's something that you find really challenging, rather than give yourself a hard time, you know, develop a little self-compassion and go, this is just where I've got the most to learn, mm. you know, and that's why I think, you know, people who struggle with, say, body image or whatever your, um, you know, issue or that chip on your shoulder is, it's somewhere where we've got a lot to learn. Yeah. So it's not that we're not learning, but it's mm. like the spiral, we continue to learn. Yeah, you know, I love and that. Evolve. And it's a very, very good point. You know, people, I think it was, not all the, the sort of... Ziggy's, Ziggy. got, Ziggy's going into the kids' area. Uh, um, like, I think it was like Marcus Aurelius, or mm. sort of, which is quite popular now, yeah. all the Stoicism and, and um, you know, like the old Greek philosophers. I know a lot of them write about this the obstacle almost being the path to take. Yeah. So it's where the Absolutely. heat is, the emotional mm -hmm. charge. It's like, you know, that's really, I, I'm you know, not doing great in that area or that really sets me off is often the area to go and unpack. Like, okay, this is where I've got stuff, yeah. I've got some more stuff to learn. And, yeah, and more. There's, yeah. And to expect that there probably still will be more. Yeah. I will always be learning from certain behaviours or, or triggers that, that bring things up. And it's not that I'm not healing, it's mm. just that I've got more to learn. Yeah, 100%. And when you look at it like that, so much nicer than shooting all over yourself. I should have my shoes. Oh, the shoots, the coulds, the gotus, yeah. the orders, the yeah. need tos. Yeah, yes. very true. And we, the way we talk to ourselves, you know, like we say things to ourselves that we would never say to our best friend, mm. or we'd never let our best friend say to themselves. But trust me, if you 
if you keep talking to yourself like that and it spills out, then, you know, what are your kids, what are your friends, what's what's everyone around you Absolutely. whom you influence going to pick up on? That it's okay to shit all over yourself? No, yeah. Nice. It is quite crazy too, mm. that that whole, our language, the not only the external dialogue, what we're saying out loud, but obviously what we're saying internally, the internal yeah. dialogue, it's like we should have a... Can make a T-shirt. Mind your language. <laughs> Mind your language. People think it's the profanities, which do. I must have. Well, with you and I. Yeah, well, that, that so far, we've been very good. So we've far. been very good. Um, <laughs> Give it yeah, time. Not the profanities, but what we what we say to ourselves or yeah. to others about yeah, ourselves. Self talk. You know how how we talk to ourselves. And where I find myself, so I'll give you an example. Mm. Um, coming here today, so I haven't seen you for a couple of years. Last time you saw me, I was perhaps two sizes smaller and fitter. So the old me is going, oh, it's going to be so embarrassing, you know? No. And now I just know that's an echo because yeah. I know, A, you care less. Mm. You care that I'm well, that I'm happy, mm. that... Um, Glamorous. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, bring it on. <laughs> yeah, just bathe me <laughs> in this compliment. Well, just bathe me. Just stop just, right there and yeah, we'll yeah. work on that. Um, but, you know, recognising that, look, that's always going to be there because it'll move from I'm too too big to I'm too old or like that negative part of ourselves mm. will find something to pick on, mm. you know, and it'll move very quickly from one thing to the next. Yeah. Like I said, I got, you know, down to a size smaller than I ever imagined I'd be and I thought, oh, I can still be smaller. And it's not Isn't about being small, is it? It's yeah. about being well and happy and, yeah. you know part of me would still like to be smaller, mostly because I've got a wardrobe that I cannot fit at the moment and that's going to get expensive. But I've also been bigger and yeah. it's like, and I've been younger mm. and one day I'll be older. So we've got to get comfortable in ourselves. And when those voices come up now, I just go, that's an echo. That's mm. just an echo of the past. I told myself that so often I've got a well-worn pathway, mm -hmm. neural pathway mm. that will, you know, like a dry riverbed, it'll flood the second I give it any ammo. So just <laughs> don't go there. It's just an echo. So what would your what would your suggestion be? And I mean, without sounding too cliche, beyond purchasing the book, which I think is a really good idea, beyond purchasing the book, what would you suggest? Because I know, like you highlight self care, mm -hmm. um, slowing down, and you, you gave the example of you know no. Um, you know, overspending or, 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 or wasting money on things yeah. that are non-essential. And look, you know, people do the challenge in their own way. So, mm. you know, for me, um, I'm a foodie, so mm -hmm. that's that was a focus. For others, they might be whittling away their time and talent, binge-watching, you know. Yellowstone or something. Yeah. And, <coughs> and again, it's topic. not that any of these things are bad in themselves. Yeah. It's just when it becomes disproportionate, when we're no longer using entertainment to be entertained and for relaxation, but we're using it to blot out mm. and we don't Such want to feel to numb point. out. Such a you know, point. there is nothing wrong if you're not an alcoholic by nature. There's nothing wrong with having a glass of wine on the weekend, mm. but getting to wine o'clock actually having something called wine o'clock is a bit of a hint, by the way, <laughs> and thinking that you need, yeah, you know, yeah. or you deserve yeah. to relax and that that's the only way to do it, you know. Like, we all know that, mm. you know. We all know when we're bullshitting ourselves, you yeah. know. So um, stop that, but stop it in a self-compassionate way. So what I found was by pressing pause on some of those behaviours, 
I was able to see what was underneath them mm. and where they came from and more importantly before they were there mm. what I was like so you get a couple of childhood stories mm. where I never thought about how I looked it just didn't cross my mind yeah, to even look in a mirror yeah hello Z. Hello, Z. <laughs> <laughs> he loves mirrors yeah. like I take this dog to work and he goes into the elevator sometimes on bringing your dog to work day and he just, you know, everyone's like, oh, are you not using the stairs today, Sheridan? Judgmental much. I'm like, no, Ziggy likes to look in the mirror in the elevator. He's a good-looking dog. <laughs> Can you blame him? Look at his hair. He's, <laughs> it's well, he's well-groomed. He'd probably be on a bit of a 45 angle just looking over the shoulder. If you could only see him, Tim. Yeah. I've lost the point. Where was I? I was tracking, I was tracking in the dog uh, distractors. Uh, Easily distracted, subtle, ADHD brain, possibly. Subtle, suge subtle, uh, subtle, subtle suggestions ah, yes, yes. for how one mm -hmm. might start to take, like yeah. even the first step. Yeah. So when we find out what's underneath, like just remembering a time when you didn't feel anxious, when you didn't feel, when you just felt like you were enough, you weren't worried about having more or doing more or, you know, other people validating you mm. going back to that will give you a clue and for me it was most often times in nature yeah right times in nature with animals um you know just being in the purity of that moment you know so um walking on the beach swimming you know all of those sort of things swimming in the ocean for me yeah. in particular is you know because i wasn't doing laps and that's work yeah. but you know that can be good too but just, just making sure that you press pause for long enough to give yourself a little, you know, a beat. Take yeah. a breath between things. I was just going from one thing to the next to the next. God, how crazy is it though? Yeah. And that and that was the poignant part for me. Like, I mean, I was, I was engaged immediately with the book, which I think is, as an avid reader, uh, born again, self-educated guy who just loves getting involved. <laughs> like I'm, I get excited when I'm on Booktopia, like ordering a bundle of books. It's like the best. Yes, Christmas. But to to get engaged immediately, and then I started to like with that narrative of curiosity. I started to think, wow, this is really quite a powerful message for like especially 2023. I mean, mm. you speak to every second person, and they're like, oh, you know, how quick is the year going? You know, one minute you're 28, next minute we're banging on the door of what it, like I, I literally in my mind sometimes think I'm still 25, 28. I'm yeah, like, we've fucking been, 20 years has just gone. It's like, how do I get here? And I also think the pandemic put a kind of a hole in our lives. So things that feel like they were just five years ago are actually like eight. Or Correct. Nine. And yes. there's this gap and there's this gap in catching up with each other. And so coming out of that time's interesting. But what I do now is I just put a bit of space. I go, look, I'm trying to get through my backlog of tax. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, before it, it's, it's biting me in the back. They know I'm, they know I'm, if you're listening ATO, I'm doing it, okay? Yeah, we're good. Be the intent is there. Yeah, <laughs> the way to hell is paved with good intent. No, I'm actually doing it, but you know, in the past, when I'd finally tackle something, I'd go at it day and night. Mm. And, and now it's like, just get something done. Just yeah. get something done off that shit list, the stuff. Because the thing I found, Jamie, was that when you're overdoing one area, there'll mm. be things that you're ignoring. Underdoing in the, yeah. in the other department. So, yeah. you know, this year in particular, you know, everyone's like, oh, I've got a book out, it must be amazing. You're flying around the world. No, 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 it's all Zoom. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all Zoom or at your own expense. But, yeah. you know, it is wonderful. It is amazing. And it was and completely so. unexpected. Like, so. And it came from that... that 
right back to the beginning of our conversation, a one-page entry in a journal. Yeah. Where I was contemplating what my beloved had said about my eating and spending, and um, and I had a look at it and I created that 90-day challenge for mm. myself. So good. I just love it. Like, I absolutely love it. And it worked. You know, I saved money. Mm. Um, don't take it off me ATO, but I did save some. And I just, you know, it's not that I don't ever go to cafes, trust me, I'm yeah. back. Um, <laughs> however, I'm more conscious of it. Yeah. And even with that, like I notice when it goes from a pleasure to an addiction of like, oh, I just want bacon again. It's yeah, like, I'm here again. You know, here I am again in, mm. and, the, and there's food in the fridge. That's, yeah. you know, can get a bit silly. Yeah. So just looking at that balance. So it's not about restriction. It's not mm. about, um, you know, being, uh, you know, super tough on yourself. There are those times, but they're not meant to last long. If you're training for a mm. marathon, you know that you've also got to rest your muscles. You've got to sleep. Yeah. You know, you've got to you've got to recover. And at the end of it, if you're doing back-to-back -back marathons, you just burn out. Yeah, correct. Know, in, That's right. In every aspect of life, so we can. We have to learn to put the pauses back in. And that's and that is, is such a good point. The mm. pause. Yeah. You pause, when you pause you can stopping. look. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We still got yeah. momentum, but you can pause and you can have a good look. And that's the thing. Who I'm I'm very guilty of not enough pausing. And like one of the things that I took away from your book as well, one of the actions that I took away. You read that book again. That's right. <laughs> that what I like I started surfing again. And it was nice. something I, I love surfing. No, it's why connection with you know Oh my god. Everything. Yeah. The affinity with the ocean, mm. getting out there, no phones, and no no one can get to me other than, you know, some other surfers, but then you know But there's know. a little you know, there's a little camaraderie and that's because right. you're all there for the same thing you're all chasing that moment of you know just feeling connected feeling in the flow quite literally yeah it's beautiful. it is beautiful. like remarkable and and so and it made me think about that simple I could spend mm. all, all this money on the things and get some more things get another surfboard to go with the other 755 surfboards that are at home it's like what's going yeah. on and then it was like, just get back out there, pause. That's, That's something it. you haven't done a lot of. And the thing about the 90 days is that it's a season. So there's, mm -hmm. you know, in the book, I did a little bit of research as to why. There is research, there's good psychological evidence as mm -hmm. to why you should, you know, pick a, a certain period of time and how long habits really do take to change yeah. and all that sort of thing. But I actually like that it's a season and we're meant to change in a season mm. and each season's meant to be different. And whilst we live somewhere where those changes are subtle, they're still there. Yeah. I'm wearing layers. Yeah. Which in summer, I won't be wearing. And I've got undies on today too. Speak of you, that's very thoughtful. Yeah, yeah, I thought Sheridan's <laughs> coming. I better put something on. Good, good, good grundies on. Yeah. So it just gives you that chance to pause mm. and reflect and you know, sure, things will slip back, but you'll be a bit more conscious of them. If you just do a, you know, a, a quickie challenge that's only a week or seven days to change your life, well, you know, good luck with that. Three-day course on the yeah. Gold Coast. And and you're an expert. <laughs> two and a half, two and a half thousand dollars later. Yeah, back to school. Yeah, so there, there's a reason for it being that period of time. Such a good point. Absolutely. I remember reading something a while ago. Maybe I was taught it. I can't quite remember. So there was the old thought process. It was 21 days mm -hmm. that went around for God knows how long. And then I think it was BJ Fogg uh, who wrote Tiny Habits, yeah. PhD, BJ Fogg, was the 90 days, make or break yeah. a habit. 
And then James there was Clear, Atomic Habits, and so, you know, thank you. Yeah. Habit Stacking and all that good stuff. And then there was the, was it Malcolm Gladwell, Outliers, I think that was the book or the tipping point where they talked about the 10,000 hour yeah. rule for mastery. And I remember thinking, how much is 10,000 hours? So, and I'm not a numbers guy, but I've, I've, I've gone off and had a, so I've had a little scratch around, pushed a few buttons. So, ten, so it used to be the belief was mastery, but mm. now it's kind of like it gives you a decent fundamental understanding of something. Yeah. So 10,000 hours is five hours a day for five hours a day, five days a week for five and a half years. Yeah. So think degree, think, you know, mm -hmm. a little bit of financial mastery and business understanding. 10,000 hours. So this, this society we live in where we are told we can get this on the hurry up and if you just try harder or you just do yeah. more or you just pay more, yeah. um, it's you gone viral. say yes more often, you're going to somehow jettison through and skip all of that time. But the reality is if you skip that time, you skip all the lessons. You, you can't oh, master absolutely. something. No. If, you don't, if you think about training, here we are in a gym mm. and the thing I absolutely love this is where you get the compliments back Jamie oh, absolutely loved about working with you is what I learned from working with you is to adapt that I don't have to be perfect mm. I just have to keep turning up and I had to adapt because I sprained both ankles I remember I remember and you know I'm coming back from that injury and literally the day I had my first appointment with you to you know work out what are we going to do with Sheridan get her in shape I rolled one again, and you're like, don't worry, we'll train around it. I'm like, this guy's a masochist. But we did. He's a monster. Yeah, and then I had a, this massive ganglion. So That's I had right. all these because restrictions. The I, I had, you know, the dodgy ankle. I've got a knee that. <laughs> dodgy uh, trainer. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> dodgy personal trainer. I, I had, like, mm. the sort of thing that would normally put me back on the couch. What I learned from you is we can work around it, and yeah. we did. And I got the fittest I'd ever been in my life, mm. and I'm still able to apply that. Yeah, so that's what yeah. I, that, that I'm still able to apply that. So thank you. Thank you. That's very Legend. generous. And it I'll, was true. And I'll, I'll bathe in that. It's something I've thank taken you. forward outside of the gym, beyond the gym, yeah. is that A, we can do hard things, we can do things harder than we think, yeah. um, but we do have limits, and the only way to surpass them is to build slowly. You know, it's not instant. You don't just get up and, although I did accidentally, my first run, I went to a community run, um, I think it was Wandai, and I got there thinking I'll do the, you know, because I just started, you know, yeah. running. And my, remember young Dan, my producer, hello yeah. Dan. Shout Dan, out Dan, yeah, shout what out a Dan great Boston. man. Now he, Dan, Dan, the running He's man. off his head. And I said to Dan once, I said, what's the difference between running and jogging? He said, people who aren't confident call it jogging. And I'm like, okay, so I'm running, and I'm running. <laughs> I was like shuffling, yeah. um, making Cliff Young look fast. And I got He's there, and of course I slept in. So I get there five minutes late, and A, the race I was going to do was the day before. So I'm like, that's oh, okay, I'll do the 5K. I'm do no, I missed that too. I, my first one was 10. People walk faster than I ran, but I was determined not to oh, drop back well in, done. you know, not, not to change gait. So, look, we can do those things, but, you know, I had trained for it. I didn't, like, go from the couch to literally just Trying running to off. 10K. You know, that wouldn't have been possible. So, yeah, thank you. Some you great takeaways from my time with you as well. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, a, that's a nice little testimonial. Thank you very much. The So, I've got a, a quick five question for you to summarise. Yeah. 
So on mine, Ziggy's the yeah, Ziggy's got a very for a small dog. I like the tonality. He's a pretty looking thing, but he's on. The so with previous guests, yeah, I asked them to leave a question for the next person. Okay. And so the previous two were two CrossFit athletes, <laughs> lunatics. One is my son and the uh-huh. other one's his offsider who works here as well, Caleb. Okay. I'm not sure if Caleb was here. Yeah, I've met Caleb. Yep. Yeah. He'd just begun. Oh, wow. So he, he would have like evolved into a machine though now. He's a monster. Yeah. He's, all, he's all biceps and abs. So they left the question. They were curious when you are facing... Uh, a challenge or something hard now it can be in the context of exercise Mm -hmm. or it can be in the context of life it doesn't matter but adversity challenge and things get really tough Mm -hmm. and we might get a bit dark in here um shitty thinking all the rest yep how do you talk to yourself how do you bring yourself out of that Mm There's a, a Canadian author, her name's Danielle Laporte, and she used to put out these great journals and she stopped. So, you know, I did kind of buy them up to see how long I could last. And I think next year's going to be my first year without one. And on the front was written, what will I do to feel the way I want to feel? Oh. Gold, right there. What will I do? Oh. So it's always an action. What will I do to feel the way I want to feel? So if I'm feeling dark and shitty. So this morning, rough night's sleep. Mm. Let's blame menopause or perimenopause or wherever the hell I am in it, all of that thing. What's he called? (laughs) Bad bloke. Yeah. Um, Oh, man, menopause. And, you know, I'm like, oh, and I've got to see Jamie today and I've got to, like, you know, do a podcast and be all, you know, fabulous. And I thought, well, what will I do to feel the way I want? And I did not feel like going for a walk, but I knew that if I did, I would not regret it. Uh, So I I couldn't guarantee I was going to feel as good as I did. I didn't expect that. I I knew I'd get a bit of a lift. mm. So what will I do to feel the way I want to feel is the question I ask myself, and it's nearly always move. Move that energy. You know, don't just sit here slumped, embroiled in those negative feelings. Mm. You know, that's not going to help anyone like yes i know i'm tired that is a reality and i went out i walked for 5k's the dog was over the moon um and look it didn't take long within five or ten minutes i'm um dictating a chapter i had an idea and you know and then i'd pause and i'd just look at the nature and be quiet for a while and then i'd have another idea and it was wonderful just changed my entire day so that's what i do and the other thing i really want to mention is support 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 you know those of us and you know Many of us are like this. We think we have to do everything ourselves, mm. especially if you're in a leadership role or an autonomous role or you're an entrepreneur, um, any of those things. There's my dog taking your gym apart. What are you doing down? Um, there's a habit of thinking we have to, have to do everything. It's like, oh, no, I'm here. I'll, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll come to mind. Yeah. Um, there's a tendency to think we have to do everything ourselves yeah. and that it's a weakness to get support. Yeah. So even if it's within your friendship circles, now be cautious about this. There are some friends that would like to support you. They've got no idea how, mm. you know, and, it's a fair you know, statement. Yeah. and everyone can support you in a different way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, gently explore it. But, you know, when I was doing the 90 day challenge, I, who, I knew who not to tell. Mm. 
Um, and that doesn't mean I don't love those people. It's just that I just didn't think they would get it. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't very popular when I said I was not just just a coffee. What about a drink after work? I'm like, what part of no spending in cafes or restaurants yeah. or bars yeah. do you not get? You know, it was none of it. Hold the sign. Um, yeah, but know who can support you or how you can get support. And I think this is one of the things that the internet is amazing for, like for all the challenges we talk about, all the thousands of selfies from just the right angle where we look 20 kilos lighter and 20 years younger and all that hoo-ha, um, there are online communities, you know. We stayed connected mm. through um, particularly the early part of the pandemic because you're like, okay, I'm going to put this up online and we can all, you know, mm. we can still, you know, be there and do this at the same time. I have a friend that I'm going to meet in November that I've never met in real life. Oh, wow. And she has been one of my support rocks. Hello, Anne Wax. Um, uh, she lives in uh, Washington State. And we're going to oh, meet wow. for the first time in person. It's like the old pen pal days. I know. It's gorgeous. Well, it's... and the other thing is when I wrote this, I um, right at the end of the book I took it, you know, the, the editors said, well, we think it might benefit from, you know, a reflection on where you are now. And... Zig. Oh, jeez. He wants out. to join. There's, there's a workout going on outside. I can't believe how high the dog shot. He just wants to be part of the action. Um, so I'm going to Hawaii. Um, some of my formative years. Ziggy, hush, hush. Please and thank you. I had this friend me last week, and every time it wasn't like down, stop. It, <laughs> Every time she asked the dog something, she said please, and then she thanked him when it was it was so sweet. Oh, it was the, the most dog's endearing. Like, no worries. And he loved her. He just loved her. So don't think dogs don't know. So <laughs> manners make the man. Yeah. I'm going to Hawaii on a sort of sibling adventure, sort of recapturing some of our our youth. It was a very happy time in our family. I'm going to scatter some of Mum's ashes. And um, the dog really did distract me. I lost the keyboard of what I was saying. Where were you were catching up with? Uh, oh yes, yeah. And I remembered my best friend from Hawaii. You know, we are talking oh, quite a few wow. decades ago. You know, I, this is someone I haven't seen for. Wow. You know, and she's still in. Still in no, place. she's not. But I found her. Yeah, so you know, like I'm like a stalker on the internet, and we've reconnected. And she's living in Washington State near this other friend that I've never met. Oh, so, you know, um, I'm yeah. The I haven't quite got the cash and, to get over there, but we divineness. will. And they're the two people who were the first people in the states to buy the book. Oh. They didn't ask for a free copy, like your good self. It's like, no, I'm going to buy. No. I'm oh. going to invest in your career, Sheridan, your new career. Yeah, I'm gonna absolutely. Pop up and buy this. Yeah, that's and how we support. I was, you know, yeah. so honoured. Yeah. So honoured. That is the best. Yeah, it's the bomb. I hope you have a wonderful trip back to Hawaii because I know, you. like you said, those informative years, those infancy mm. years, that's where it all sort of happened, didn't it? There. Yeah, so it's really yeah, nice it for you to go back. It is, and it's been, you know, friends. something I meant to do a decade ago um, when mum passed. I thought I'll do it within a year. Yeah. And, you know, I got busy with my very important career, which was amazing and wonderful. And... Now it's time. Yeah, so good. Sheridan, a question mm -hmm. that you could leave for the next person that I speak to. Uh -huh. What would be a question that you can you can leave for them when they come yeah. and uh, hang out sure. with yours truly? What dream have you outgrown and 
where you're able to let it go with grace and ease, where you're able to just say, hey, that dream kept me going for a long time. I may or may not have achieved it, but life has changed and it's time for a new dream. So what dream did you oh, let go? Or, or which one do you need to let go of? If you know that there's something you go, oh, well, it's yeah. not congruent with where my life is at yeah. now. And this is not because you're too old. Mm -hmm. It's not because you're too this or too that. It's because you've actually moved on and gosh, it can be hard to let go of a dream. This is a great question. Wow. No more being an astronaut or something like that for some people to kind of move on. Well, you never know. You never know. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Sheridan Stewart. Thank you so much. Thanks I for have enough. Me. I do enough. I am enough. Yes, there it is. And, you know, that's just a nice mantra. But if you just type in I am enough, Sheridan Stewart, you'll find it. That is true. It's everywhere. Thank you very much for coming and spending some time with me. Great to be with you It was Danny. very good to see you again. And, and thank you for this. Absolute pleasure. Thank you, everyone. Woo! The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Podcast.